going back to what you said in the beginning about singleness, ding, 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 you, you hit it all. I love it. Um, I love your perspective. If you would have said, and there's a lot of shoulda, woulda, coulda. So anyone listening and watching, don't go back to memory lane and feel sorrowful and disappointed. Like it's done, it's happened, let's move on. But from what you shared, since you have shared your story and when you were 21, instead of continuing to look and using all your energy to find this guy that you desired to do your life with, was to just stick with the Lord, right? And spend time with him and meet with him and love on him, you know? Um, I think that is pretty cool and um, how all of that, that works together. But also I think with singleness, there is this, there's a lot of things that come with, and I think Tony Evans said this so beautifully, singleness is like a tightrope. It's one where you are trying to embrace where you are, but you also hope and believe for your own desires to get married. And there is this balance that needs to happen, just like you were talking about earlier and taking things like moment by moment and increments and all of those different things too much, too little. You have to kind of find that balance for you. I can only speak for myself being a single 21 year old. So right where you were, even though you were engaged, whatever, no, just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. All the single people today, man. Um, but being single and 21, you do desire a, a person to do life with, but when you attach yourself to Christ in those longings, they're still there and those disappointments, they're still there. And those, you know what I'm saying? They don't leave just because Christ is there, but you find freedom and you find peace along the way because Christ is there. And I think that's a difference for a lot of people who may be single and desiring is that their desire is there, but Christ is not. And there is no judgment in that whatsoever. It's just saying like, if you desire a person or desire anything of any sort, um, financial freedom, uh, a loved one to get saved, you have to attach Christ to it to help you along that journey of continuing to believe or continuing to surrender to him and submit to his will and not your own, all of it. There's so much to say about singleness. And I think because I'm in it, it's, it's crazy. It's a, it's a crazy thing, but I will say, I, I will speak on this. And I have told my parents this constantly. I love where I am because of who I'm with. I'm with great family. I've got amazing things that I get to steward like Lava Lexi, how that had I been in a relationship, this may not have happened or happened in the way that it is. But I'm also thankful for the Lord and his truth and what he speaks in that. So what you said is exactly what's in Dear Broken Girl. I was in a toxic relationship <laughs> and because I wanted a person and the only person that would give me attention, I was like, all right, let's do this thing. Like, let's, let's hang out. Let's do this. Let's do that. And it was not, the Holy Spirit was knocking on the door of my heart, like, hey, no. And that ended, Dear Broken Girl came to be, and now it's in the hands of other people who may be struggling in the same thing. So this is also to say your singleness is not to say that you're going to get married. We don't know that, right? Our hope is that we would, but what is the Lord maybe teaching or using us in this time that we're in? I'm pretty sure statistics show that the majority of people who desire to get married do get married. But for those who are single and will probably remain single, we've got to figure out how do we live, like you said, Ashley, content. 
How do we live with joy? I think contentment is not, you're going to be happy all the time because that's just not going to happen at all. I think contentment is in my sorrows. Where do I go? If I go to Jesus, then I'm going to be comforted through his people. Um, For me, that looks like my family um, and being able to sit with them and share what I'm feeling. Either they hear me out or they have advice or whatever. I, I just think singleness is such a beautiful, bumpy road. It really, really is. And who you're on the path with matters so, so much. So I could really get into singleness, but we ain't got time for that. (laughs) I love your perspective. I love what you're looking back at your time and what you see. But um, I also would say for the person that's single, hopefully if you desire to get married, you get married, boo-boo. But if you do not get married, satisfaction and joy and contentment and life doesn't begin when a person enters your life to do life with it life begins when Jesus enters it so um, I think in this time is to cultivate relationships um, friendships and your own spiritual walk with the Lord is is important it's going to be bumpy it's not going to be cute you're going to be crying in the Lord's arm you'll be crying in your mama's arms and grandma and all them it'll happen because what you long for is not fulfilled and that goes in anything in life so definitely that's that's what I was going to say is just because you get married don't mean that the bumpy road stops in fact you might find a lot more bumps in the road um when you start putting two sinful people together that the sin nature has not been purified out of yet you know I mean it's going to be bumpy and a lot of people forget that you can still be lonely even when you're married wow Um, a lot of people think I get married. I'm going to automatically have the relationship of my dreams. I'm going to automatically. And I was kind of, you know, the whole Disney princess thing, you know, it's a prince charming. It'll be fine. You know? And, um, but when you get married, there's a whole different set of problems and things you have to work through and you can still be lonely, even in marriage. And I've known way too many people, um, to be miserable in their marriage and to talk about how that, a godly marriage can be the closest thing to heaven on earth, mm. but an ungodly marriage, um, you know, an unequal yoke, so mm. to speak, um, can be the closest thing to hell on earth mm. also. So being single, yeah, there's a lot of hardships. There's a lot of bumpiness in the road, but don't think that just because you meet somebody and get married, that's going to go away. Um, mm. Because you know, we're still sinful. <laughs> you know, we still have that sin nature. And um, so being content is also learned by being thankful. Wow. And that's yes. why there's so many times in scripture that the Bible talks about um, coming to the Lord with thanksgiving in our hearts and to come before his presence with thanksgiving. And because when we are thankful, we become content. We, we start to count our blessings. And when we praise the Lord, um, so usually when we're discontent, mm. in my life anyway, it's usually been a lack of thankfulness when I become discontent so those anyway though I want to share those final points on that and uh, so I know I'm taking too long no you're good that's so good I I think exactly what you're saying and I found myself that months ago I found myself going to the Lord more with um my my wants without and not with thanksgiving not with gratitude so I, I found myself constantly throwing before the lord okay this isn't working this isn't going lord help me here all of these things but i lacked gratitude 
So I remember listening to a sermon or people talking in a conversation and they recommended gratitude sticky notes. That's what I do. I journal in the morning and I have sticky notes and they're different colors. One's for personal, pink is for personal, purple is for ministry and orange is for school. Three areas of my life that that I'm living, right? And I will write on the sticky notes what I'm grateful for, family, new day, sunrise, blah, 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 school, the homework, assignments, all that. Even if you ain't grateful for it, you know, just write down, write down, <laughs> and then hopefully it'll become of you, you know? Um, but yeah, I think gratitude is so great. And that's just a practical way that I do it. I have to write it down, take time to be grateful because when you look at them or look back at your sticky notes throughout your journal, you're like, dang, like, that's amazing. God is so good. Um, and that is great. So basically to sum up this whole thing, if you're single, if you're married, bumpy rolls for you, boo-boo, but it's going to be good. It's all right. <laughs> you know, um, I think in singleness, like you're saying, the light at the end of the tunnel is not marriage. And for marriage, the, the best times of your life wasn't singleness, you know, like you've got to figure out your own thing. So I'll talk to the single people, you talk to the married folks and just like glorify God, no matter what situation you're in, no matter what stage, our purpose in life is to glorify God. And that doesn't change. That's it right there. Honestly, so, so good. I'm pretty sure Ashley will have more conversations, but this was amazing. We talked about being overwhelmed. We talked about how to practically uh, rest and what that looks like for every person. Know your personality, know the way that you live and find ways that you can um, rest, take time for yourself, seek the Lord. What does that look like for you? Worship, a quiet car ride, um, journaling, whatever it looks like for you. Dancing when nobody's home and blasting worship music, like singing to the top of your lungs, purposefully off key and just like praising the Lord. That is so fun to me, y'all. I do that. When ain't nobody home, I will turn up that music, Jesus music, and I will (laughs) blast it. I will dance with the Lord. Literally, I will do twirls with him. I will break dance with the Lord. I will do whatever because life with the Lord is fun. It's spring. It's amazing. And so have fun in life. Have fun with Jesus. Do some things that you would do with your friends appropriately with the Lord. You know what I mean? Like have fun, do whatever you need to do so that you can find this freedom that he died for you to experience. And that is the ultimate goal. As Ashley has said it, whatever season you're in, glorify the father. If you have any more ideas, questions, thoughts about singleness, married life, bumpy seasons, being overworked, um, practical ways to rest, please be sure to include that in the comment section. And if you have anything else um, that you want to know more about, you can definitely contact Ashley. I know she is such a great resource for you guys and keeping it real, number one, and keeping you encouraged because she is so good at what she does. And the light of Jesus is just beaming off of you. I love you so, so much. I am leaving encouraged. I know that you guys watching and listening are going to leave encouraged. So Ashley, is there anything else that you want to share with the people um, at all? Oh gosh, girl. Um, We covered so much today. Um, But the main thing to take away is just no matter what stage of life people are at, whether they're single, you know, dating, married, kids, grandkids, whatever the case is, 
um, is that our purpose is to glorify God. It's not to have an easy life. It's not to have no problems. It's to glorify God through the problems and through everything so that our life in every area and every stage points people to Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, And so whether that's how you drive, you pull it out in front of people or, you know, whether it's at the the supermarket or the gas station or, um, you know, whether you're at school going to and from class or um, how we dress. um, I mean, everything is supposed to point people to Christ. Um, And so we forget about how much communication is nonverbal, you know, Mm -hmm. and so I just want to encourage people to, to look at everything they do every relationship, how they talk to their parents, how they talk to their kids, um, their their siblings. I mean, respectful, disrespectful. Um, you know, I mean, everything we do either points people to Christ or pushes them away from him. And so I just want to encourage them to look at everything they do that way. That's why scripture teaches us to take captive every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. You think every thought that's impossible, but it's not. You know, with God, all things are possible. And he wouldn't tell us to do it if it wasn't possible. So be encouraged, be that light for Jesus and go shine that light and point people to Christ today. Oh my gosh, you're amazing. So good. I ain't got nothing else to say. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) That'll work. (laughs) So, so good. So before we wrap this thing, uh, we're going to tag team in prayer because I just love you. Um, so do you want to start out and praying us out, praying for people who are, who will listen to this and who will share this with their people, hopefully? Sure, sure, All girl. Right. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so very much for my friend Lexi. And thank you for our laughs and our fun time today. And uh, thank you for the serious parts of the conversation. And more than anything, of course, we want everything to glorify and honor you. I pray that every viewer uh, that watches this will be encouraged in you, that it will help them in one or, or many areas of their life. And I pray that uh, they would share it with others and that even more people would be touched. And more than anything, Lord, that it would draw them to a closer relationship with you, uh, that they would want you and desire you above all else. Um, that they will hunger and thirst after righteousness for your name's sake and for um, for their life and your blessing in their lives. And because um, you promised in your word to bless us if we'll put ourselves in a position to be blessed. We can't be living in sin or giving in to different areas of sin in our life and expect your blessings mm-hmm. uh, in those areas. So I do pray for uh, the viewers and that they would uh, get, surrender any area of their life to you. Um, I know Hebrews 12, one talks about laying aside uh, the sin that does so easily beset us. And that implies that there is one specific type of sin in our life that is holding back many Christians uh, from victory. Maybe they've got victory in this area and that area and this area and that, but then there's one area that they keep having difficulty with. And so, Lord, I pray that they would turn over that area to you, whether it's more than one area or maybe it's just one area that the devil has just got his claws in, uh, in their life. And is just they're just refusing to hand it over to you. And Lord, I just pray that you would just touch their hearts and that they would just hunger and thirst after you um, so very much so that it would not be a sacrifice to give up that sin. Uh, Paul talked about in scripture about how um, all these forget exact verse of it, but he talked about all these different things. He was a Pharisee. He was, you know, Pharisee of Pharisees, and he had all these good things um, in his life that were so valued by so many people, but he said that they are but dung, but but poop, 
you know, to give up the, for the cause of Christ. And so people are like, well, why would you want to give this? Why would you want to give that up? But Paul says, are you kidding to give that up for Christ? He said, it's not a sacrifice. It's like, ugh, it's like nasty poop, you know, it's like, I'm gonna get rid of it, you know? And so may we see sin in our lives as not this, um, this, this enchanting and enticing thing that is hard to give up, but that we would see the sin in our lives as poop. I know that sounds yucky, but that's how it's supposed to sound. And, um, and I just pray that they would see it for the nasty yucky that is, and that they would give it up and that they would give that complete and total surrender to you because there's many Christians that are Christians, but they have not yielded in total submission to you in every area of their life. And it's holding them back from complete victory. So Lord, I just pray that you would just work in them and that they would give that utter submission to you. And they would find that total victory that they've been waiting for, wanting so much. And that as they turn that over to you, they will have that complete and total victory in their life, in their singleness, in their dating, in their relationships, in their work, in their schooling, um, in their home life, in every area of their life, that they would see your complete and total blessings as they surrender completely and wholly to you. And it is in Christ's name I pray and for his glory, for his honor, and for the kingdom that it would be furthered. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Um, Father, I'm just so thankful for your goodness and for your faithfulness and for these people listening today. I pray that you would bless them and that you would keep them and that you would let them know how loved they are by you. Thank you again for um, giving me Ashley to have on Live Alexi Howell. Thank you for just such the amazing things that you do. Thank you for being with me in my singleness and in so many others who are in need of you and their singleness as well. We love you. We're thankful for you. And it's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen, girl. I love you. I love you. I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. I pray this has been so encouraging for y'all. This is fun. I love it. Um, but y'all are awesome. I love you guys. I believe in y'all. If you have anything to share, please be sure to do that. I will see y'all in the next video. Bye, guys.